Welcome to the Progress with Unity podcast and it's a, a wild and blustery evening here in Beach Hill. Gareth, blown your wig off. <laughs> never had a wig, Barry. Oh. Hold on a minute, he had a wig on. Oh. Wig on athletic. Hey. Adam, you alright? Right. Playing with your phone there. Simon? Barry? Giggling? Yeah, you alright? Yeah, we had a bit of a, a text. Uh, yeah, I think you, re- you revelled in it, didn't you? I did, yeah, I did. Alex revelled. Yeah. Rob? Hello, Barry. You alright? <laughs> You're now, aren't you? Uh, I weren't last night. I tried to play football in 60 mile an hour winds and rain. You weren't 10 minutes ago? Mm. Oh, well, I thought you said that. I thought it was uh, quite nice. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go into it. Alright, Paul? I'm alright, yeah. Good stuff. Dan? Alright, Barry. Someone stole my cherry. Hi. They have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work, did it? Because thing it's is, an audio is, podcast. Yeah, with, with those jokes, they're completely out of context by the time they go out. So there's only six of us wrapped up seven of us that make it understand what you're on about. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I need a better joke, writer. Sorry, I'll do my best. Right, okay. Uh, let's get straight on to it. On Saturday, we went up the M60. Uh, two. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't get there on time. Oh, we went up the M62 and we faced Rochdale in what was an entertaining game. Oh, I thought it was an entertaining game. And Simon's got us his off the terrace report. Well, what a game that was. Truly a uh, fantastic result. Wigan played well, really, from start to finish. And great to see the boys put on a performance in front of the sky cameras, let the rest of the footballing league know what we're, we're about. And to be honest, we didn't really look in too much danger from start to finish. Uh, good to see Alex Ravel get a, a run out. He seemed to uh, play quite well. Linked up well with um, Craig Davison, Yannick Wilshot. Um, and really throughout the park, the, the whole team played really well. Uh, the fans reacted um, in the same manner, um, supporting the team, being loud, being proud. Uh, when you watch it back, you can hear how loud the fans are. So it really is a, a great result. Um, suspicion of offside for Jason Pierce, but it's that rub of the green. Other teams get it, and it's about time that we got that little rub of the green um, going forward. You know, it's, it was um, it was positive, and then Michael Jacobs also got the uh, the second, which you know was some great work from Yannick Wilshot on the left, cutting inside, and we need to keep him um, to ensure that we keep going forward in the right manner. He um, then found Jacobs to. Literally toe put the ball home, but there was nothing wrong with it. A cracking finish, in off the bar, keeper had no chance, and he's—I think his celebration summed up the way that we all felt. You know, he's, he celebrated with passion, and as did we all. Um, and then you've you got to think onwards and upwards. You need to keep pushing on this way, um, not just doing it for the cameras, but doing it for ourselves. Making just go about our work in a quiet manner, and uh, hopefully get on and. Uh, Progress up the league, up the ticks. Excellent, that Simon. Uh, yes. Sounded very laid back. That. So, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, and tired. It was, yeah. it was definitely on the ground that report. <laughs> right, Gareth, have we got some uh, stats from the game? Latics v Rochdale. Yes, the stats from the game. Rochdale versus Wigan Athletic. Possession was shared, fifty percent each. Shots, Rochdale managed seven, and Latics nine. On target, Rochdale managed two, Wigan six. Both teams had three corners. Rochdale committed ten fouls to six by Wigan. 
Both teams got one yellow card each. No reds and the score, 2-0 to Latics. Three points back down the M62. Absolutely fantastic. Um, nice side rush still, I thought. Without being um, threatening in any way at all. Well, just but they? Yeah, felt comfortable. I don't think they'll go down. I don't think they'll do much about else in the league. They're just yeah. some nice football players in, in the side. I thought. Yeah. Um, was there any point in the game where you didn't think we'd win? Anybody? No. 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 Dominated all the first half. <laughs> Probably, we should have been more than one up, really. And then there was a ten-minute spell where we did sit back and we hit them on the break and we're still equally as threatening. Doing that, it shows we can play in the front foot, but it shows we can hit teams on the break like we did with our pace, what we've got with Vildshot, Jacobs. So, yeah, very pleasing, that. I think if Rochdale could have finished better, there could have been a point in the game where we thought, ah, we could lose this. But every time they got the ball, in that period that Rob said, of about ten minutes, where they just attacked us, they just kept blasting the ball over the bar, so... I always felt if, if, if we did if they didn't score, we, we could step up a gear. That we was well within ourselves, weren't we? Yeah, I, I mean, I had confidence in that back five, six. You know, you didn't feel like it was ever going to be under too much pressure. I thought Pierce and Morgan. It was, you know, I'm glad to see them two now uh, in that back back lineup and Yaskolani as well. Do you think Chris McCann may have lost his place in the team? Then? I, th- I think he has. Yeah, mm. yeah I do. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm so made up with how well Jasko Line is playing as well. Good save from 40 odd. Very good. Cool yeah. From Joe Bunny. Yeah, he pulled the rabbit out of the oh. hat for that save. <laughs> yeah, he did. That, that, that looks like he comes from the Bash Street kids. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I, mm. I just, we look solid. There was nowhere that you thought, Jesus, we're, you know, we're getting torn to pieces here. Mm. Everyone, well, even Perkins had his solid 7 out of 10 again you know it was, it was just good well, he got injured as well didn't he Paul when he, he, yes, he, yeah, he, he shot, shot yeah. mm. he looked, I thought he was taking Mick that he did something so hard and he, he was like he was fine after it he was, he was just laughing about it well, he kept stopping though and rubbing his back of his calf mm. did he yeah it's he because did. he's never hit the ball so hard though yeah, I, I, I think it's the shot he's had for us though isn't it <laughs> yes. yes, and get thinking around. Yeah. Anyway, Adam, uh, what did you think of Alex Ravel? I mean, that was a bit of a su- surprise, anyway, wasn't it? In coming in on loan, it was straight out of the blue that one. Yeah, and to start, and it's just only days after. I thought, I thought he did really well. I thought, especially Craig Davis, it makes some of the centre backs to be scared off, and I think he all held up the ball well. He's not really a goal scorer in any sense, but I think he adds a lot to the team and allows us to break. He worked hard, didn't he? Yeah, but he uh, he didn't create a lot, did he? No, uh, but I think it's. I don't. I don't think that's such a bad thing. If he does stuff for the team, he can score more goals elsewhere. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Seen balanced up top, didn't we? You know, with the, with the three Davis, Wilshot, and Ravel, seems to work. I was impressed at how well Davis held the ball up and was starting to try and roll defenders. You know, the, he proved a handful, I think, for defence mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah, Ravel. He did well, linked up okay, nothing special, 7 out of 10, but he's done well to say he's only been here a couple of days. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't think he's going to be starting every week, I'm being honest. It's going to be him or Davis with Greg, I think, for me. That, that'll be my choice. I think Davis is unplayable in this league on his day, kept fit. 
It's interesting, though, that Hwulia can't work his way into the team having scored a brace. Against uh, Blackpool Reserves, yeah. <laughs> well, that is true. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with I'd, I'd, I was surprised to see Greg down on the bench, although that could be the timing of when he's come back from international, you know, or he's come back from international duty because he wasn't used, but the timing of that could have affected that decision. Yeah, lack of preparation. Mm. They've been building for that since, what, after the Blackpool game. And well, they're when did he come back? He's probably got back Friday or whatever, and so. It won't surprise me if it surprised them that he came back. Came straight from airport. Did, did he? Mm. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Blue Star Taxis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a free taxi for mentioning them on the podcast? No. Oh, yeah, Wigan 24, 24, 24. Oh, 5, 1, 5, 1. Other five, taxis one. are available. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wish, wish taxis. Yeah. Anyway, moving H- on from... Uh, HMRC. From the taxi people. Oh. Um... Well, still a good day, out, Simon. Enjoy the chippy. Yeah, it was good. Got left led there by uh, Jeff Taylor, who uh, took us all into the chippy. Didn't pay for it all, but oh. it was all right. It's a nice little way around. I thought it was, yeah. Friendly, f- friendly locals as well. Yeah, you always find it a bit bizarre as well that you, you can park right outside the ground, street parking, and all that. It was, it was all right. Yeah, mm. it was a bit of a walk from the train station though. You go by a train, wet through on the way back. Mm. <laughs> you could have come back on coach. There's plenty of space. Was it? Yeah. Right. Not used to you now, but. Yeah, well. <laughs> Gareth? Well, I haven't seen the game, so I'm listening to you all talking, you know, waxing lyrical about how we played and all the rest of it, but nobody's mentioned it, so I will. First clean sheet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. An important uh, one as well, that, I think. Um, you know, I've been conceding away from home, you know, uh, to, to get the clean sheet. Mm-hmm. And any significance with Pierce being back in the side? You know, he's a tough tackler, isn't he? Yeah. He really goes. I wouldn't like to train against him or play against him. He goes. I mean, I'll never get the chance because I'm shit. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, he's a tough tackler, isn't he? You know, he's not afraid to go through someone. When he nine times out of ten win the ball, you know, that, there'll be that one time that'll go through someone, though, and yeah, straight red. Talking of going through people, uh, Rich James got caught, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, high up, he's like, he like. He wasn't. I don't think it was a nasty challenge. Oh, but genuine, genuine attempt for the ball. Yeah, ball yes. going for the ball. But Peter Vincetti, wasn't it? I was a bit mm-hmm. disappointed with him because I've heard so much about him and I expected him to be. Yeah, yeah. poor guy for me. Yeah, he's rubbish. Well, I watched back the build-up because I was like, you know, seeing what they're saying about us and stuff like that, and they built, bigged him up and. and he looked amateur. He was running after the ball and stuff like that. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. No. Captain as well, isn't he? He is, yeah. They weren't a big sign, were they? And by big, I don't mean tall, because no. there's some tall ones, but they weren't big built. You know, like we've got Davis is a, a power unit, isn't it? And we've got, you think about Daniels and, yep. and Burnett. Those all players were like sticks. Like Paul said, by street kids, mm. they look like. I think we've developed as the season gone on. That Gillingham game away, we got bullied. I, I mean, I didn't go to the game, I just listened to it, but and the people he went said we got bullied. On that occasion, and he was looking around the pitch, sat there, and you're, you're looking at our team. And there was, especially corners, when you've got a lot of players in the box, and you're looking around and you think you've got Davis, you've got Pierce, Morgan, Daniels, and you think we've got physical players. I don't think that'll happen again this season. I think we've developed a bit. I think, uh, you know, I think we need to have a bit of nastiness in us around the park, and I mm. think 
that's shown a bit that when our challenges we're winning a lot of uh, 50-50 balls and winning uh, midfield battles something you mentioned though it's just triggered something in my mind you mentioned corners in the first half um, with everybody back and they were leaving one one man on the halfway line and was saying where we were sat like what, why why don't we leave Yannick up front leave him on the halfway mm-hmm. line he's pacing you know he's fighting quick second half we did with two corners because Yannick was stood on the halfway line they got three players back so we two two of the players out of their penalty ah. box so I thought that was a good tactic and it's something I, I mean, with his pace he's, I mean we know he's blistering pace he um, made that second goal with, with an acceleration of pace didn't so it? the only way to stop him is either to crowd him out or, or foul him that's how they're going to do it so you're cutting down their options I think by leaving him up and, he's, and defensively he's absolutely rubbish isn't he? he is rubbish there was one, I don't know if ever saw this or not but there was one point in the second half where Rochdale had, had a throw in it was right in front of where he was sat and um, the second of the throw in David Perkins had two men he was marking two men and the thrower and Yannick shouts Perks! Perks! and he looks up Perkins and he pointed to one of the two men that Perkins was marking as though to say, go to him. And he did, and Perkins just let this tirade of abuse go at Yannick, you and really screaming at him, you know, to to come back. And uh, he didn't. He just stood there looking <laughs> bewildered as though to say, Is that my I don't do that sort of stuff. That's not my, my role. Well, that could be a, a directive coming from higher up, couldn't it? That is to Well I know Jonathan Jackson, when yeah. we spoke to Jonathan Jackson previously and we've mentioned about Yannick and are we going to sign him and he's, he said his words were when he first came to the club we thought my goodness how's this fella not got in Middlesbrough's team but we soon discovered why and he said he's, he's defensively he's not very good he doesn't track back so it's an area of his game that, that needs to be worked on and I suppose that's why he's available isn't he? Well, I suppose that could put Birmingham off really concert if you know Birmingham fans are club well I don't think Burrow sells to Birmingham anyway. No, plus if you look at Gary Rowett's teams, well, how he set Birmingham up, they're very, very organised, and for me, I don't think he fits that bill. No, he's better. I've seen, seen Birmingham three times this season, and that's what they're about: real, real organisation. And if you're in an organised team like that, you're going to be letting your teammates do in every game. Yeah. Well, he sorted him out as soon as he went in, didn't he, Robert? I mean, he's a, he's a good player. He looks the business. He, Robert, he's, he's done a tremendous job. Yeah. Uh, but Yannick's going nowhere. Yannick's signing for us. He's played in the FA Cup. They, they wouldn't have let him get cup tied if they had any intention of, let, of taking him back all. That's a good point. You know, and his, his deal runs out on the 31st of December. So, uh, 1st of January, full time with an athletic player. I'm convinced. What do you think of the referee on Saturday? Brilliant. Best referee we've had, but it all comes down to it being top flight. Swarbrick. break. Mm. Excellent. Let the game flow. There was some tackles. <coughs> Normally get blown up for a fail. I thought he let the game flow. I thought best ref we've had this season. Yeah, I thought Andy Maidley uh, against Blackpool. Yeah, he did, well. he did all right. I, I just, I, I, both good refs, but yeah. the rest have been... Oh, there's nothing. No sticks of No complaints. You can see the difference though in those who've got, you know, more high profile week in, week out, I suppose, to yeah. League One, League Two. You know, I, I was impressed as well, you know. Yeah. I like a flowing game. Yeah. But then obviously you get some of our fans who are thinking, why is he not blowing up for some challenges? Because we've been used to it this season that some of the challenges have been pulled up for, so 
I mean, do, yeah, there was a couple of times he, he let play go on and he didn't. He ended up pulling one back in the end and then the other he didn't because there was a bit of an advantage. The thing what did me though was when he booked Morgan uh, for supporting blocking off the runner and then in the penalty box the same thing happens and, yeah. and it was just played on. Uh, yeah, there was that. Yeah, that was that was the only thing and Morgan actually went up to him and pointed over and, and tr- gesticulated it's the same same incident. I think the only thing left to say is really that Rochdale could have had a penalty in that game. Yes, and then we could have as well. Yeah, I think we could have. So he was consistent with his decision. Yeah. That was a penalty. Yeah, I yeah. think they both cancel each other out. They're either both penalties or both not penalties. I thought he made a meal of it, and then when I've seen it again, you know the, the Rochdale one. Mm. And then you see it again, don't you? Anything Always go off the real time and what you see in the ground. Well, That's what the refs see. Made a meal of it for me then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> not not oh. as big a meal as what yeah. uh, Craig Davis made of his. <laughs> oh, what a pillow. When he did his dive, his yeah. Tom Daly yeah. dive. They tried to justify it, didn't they? I don't know if anyone's seen like, the uh, Sky Pro. They tried to justify him going over at half. Was it the first half, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 They tried to justify it, you know, saying he's uh, expecting the challenge to come in. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, good three points, good day out. Uh, we move on. And uh, we move on. The same day that we played uh, at Rochdale, the DW was occupied by England Rugby League team. Now, one of our regular listeners, Rod, has sent me an email this week asking uh, what it would be. He says it would be interesting to hear our views on uh, the pitch and what do we think? Do we think it was a wise decision to allow a rugby match? middle of November especially what it's like it's always wet and the state our pitch gets into uh, I know we can't really stop it because it's not owned by us that ground it's owned by Dave Whelan and it's a money making thing and it was a sellout crowd but I've not seen the pitch this week so I don't know how it's, how it's cut up or not I think you mentioned it there you know the money side of it is we're not, we're not great bringing in the crowds in the Premier League and stuff like that so that money that's coming there is obviously going to do some good for the for Dave Wheeler's back pocket. Yeah. Or, you know, the ground of what? Dave Wheeler's back pocket. We well, used to play on that pitch. <coughs> yeah, if it goes in his back pocket, he's not taking as much money off us to put in his back pocket, is he? So. Well, he only gets a percentage of our gate receipts, that's all he gets. He doesn't get a set fee, so. So what do we think? I mean, has anybody seen the pitch this week? I've not no, seen no. it, but no. you know that because when they relayed the new pitch, it's got all this new technology in it and it where it's got synthetic turf mixed in with normal turf and it has it does look so far that it's holding up a lot more than in the other seasons but it's when you get into this time here as you've said well look at the weather we've had this week it could have a big impact on it and as long as it's not I'll make my judgment when you see the pitch sat there mm. and if there's any bits cut up you've got to search it shambles in it but if it's not was it was it pouring down last weekend so they yeah. put it on a wet oh, pitch oh yeah, yeah. yeah. hammered down didn't it yeah. sat there yeah. uh, um, absolutely yeah, so they could have done some damage then yeah. but wow. I mean the only thing about it is we, we can mix it can't we now we, 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 we can play a good football on a good pitch but we can also we need to we can dig in and, and, and play a different style we've got two home games in short spurts of time as well which won't help it will it we've got Saturday then we've got yeah. Tuesday then it does have a bit of a break but 
It's uh, not really ideal, is it? Though? It's not. It's not. I'm not a rugby fan, but hosting an international in Wigan's not a bad thing for the town, is it? Not at all. No. No. No, there's different ways of looking at it, isn't it? It's just a bit of a concern, I think, though. Especially if you spend so much money on the pitch. I mean, who's paid for the pitch to be done, do you think? Is it a stadium? Is it the football club? Is it a joint venture between the football and the rugby club? Sharp, I reckon. Sharp. Well, 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 But I think it's probably coming to the football club accounts. I I mean, the the thing is, you've got to judge it in retrospect, aren't you? If you pick points up in the two home games, you're not really going to give a toss. If you if you get beat in the two home games, you're going to find a way of blaming the rugby and blaming the pitch. And I, and I, th- I think that's what it boils down to. Mm. Uh, that's a good summary, I think. Yeah. I, you know, if we pick up six points in them two home games, who's going to care? Mm. I mean, who's going to care anyway with being rugby-like? But, you know. <laughs> indeed, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Right, on that note, I mean, we're talking about uh, Saturday, so let's move on to Saturday. And Rob's got a preview of the Shrewsbury game. I have indeed, I've wrote something down. I think it's the first time I've brought something written down to this podcast. So here we go, this is the preview for Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury Town, about 129 years old, formed in the Turf Hotel during a meeting following the demise of Shropshire Wanderers in 1886. So that's a bit of history for you. They was elected to the Football League in 1950. Uh, They've competed in the Welsh Cup and they've won it uh, a record six times, I think. 1881, 1938, 1977, 79, 84 and 85. Uh, They've been the runners-up on a few occasions as well. Uh, Honours. We don't really call these honours because we've not really won much, but... They've got to the quarter-final of the FA Cup on two occasions, 1979-1982. League Cup semi-finalist, 1961. Uh, Football League Trophy, runners-up, 1996. Third-tier champions, 1979, so that would be the old third division. Um, Fourth-tier champions, 1994. And they've also, when they was in playing non-league football, Midland League champions on three occasions in 1938, 1946 and 1948. Uh, current manager is a manager, a name we should all be familiar with, uh, Mickey Mellon, played for Blackpool, Tramia in the 90s, um, I think we've come up against him when he played for Tramia and possibly Blackpool in the FA Cup when we lost one nil away, Lee Butler brought their player in, not if you remember that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Fergus. <laughs> a <laughs> uh, couple of players, what you might be familiar with, Zach Whitbread, we was linked with him a couple of seasons back when he was at Leicester. Jean uh, Louis, Apa Apro, you would have seen him on the Football League show, scoring a few goals for Tramia. Um, right, uh, the current league position is 19. They've played 16. Uh, they've won five, drawn two, lost nine. Their away record, they've lost four games away. Um, won two away, drawn two. 
they've scored 19 goals, 8 away. They've conceded 23, 13 of those away. They've only kept 3 clean sheets this season. They've failed to score in 4 games. They've scored 26% of the goals in the first 15 minutes of the second half. But they don't start games very well, only scoring one goal in the first 15 minutes. We're the country's best at that, aren't we? Yes, we are. We've, I think we've scored four in the first 15 minutes. I think, I think that's right. We've got a good record scoring in the last 10 as yeah. well, haven't we? Yes, we have. In fact, we've scored 38% of our goals in the last 15, I think. Mm. Mm. There you go. Uh, beat Berry, they've beat Berry in the last home game, 2-0. They've lost seven out of the last ten league games. So, they're there for the taking. Shrewsbury not drew with Berry? No, they beat. They beat them? Yeah. It's, it's a rubbish game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so, a bit of non-footballing stats for... Well, just for a bit of fun. Very populations are in 70,000. Shall I start towards them? Yeah. Britain in Bloom winners, 2006. <laughs> 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 Tony Blair and John Peel have lived in Shrewsbury. And born in Shrewsbury. Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin. For Paul's no. looking at the sheet. I'm not looking at the sheet. Shrewsbury is twinned with Zulpfen. Uh, Z- yeah, Zulpfen. Holland. Uh, oh, yeah, one other fact I forgot to tell you as well. Uh, they play at the Greenhouse Meadow, huh? Used to be the Gare Meadow. It's at 9,875 capacity, and it's a UEFA Category 4 stadium. What's the reason for the name change? New stadium. New, New stadium. New stadium. Oh, okay. Did they drop out of the league a couple of, a few seasons ago, and then no. come back? So, yeah. It can't be never, no, No. I don't remember. Yeah. Graham Taylor are not the manager now, eh? He was the manager forever, weren't he, of uh, Shrewsbury? <laughs> he seems to be, anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's gravestones in, in the church at Shrewsbury. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was horribly murdered there by a doctor. <laughs> oh, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, did he really exist? No, it was just that was where they filmed it, so that's the left oh, gravestone there. Right. Right. <laughs> um, We've got the, the English bridge and the Welsh bridge, all the bridges around the town. Hey, tell you what. Riveting. We played Shrewsbury 13 times. <laughs> and, yeah, we've only won three of those. We've never beat them in the league in Wigan. We beat them in the in an FA Cup replay in 1974 when we were in our league side. It's the only time we've beaten them at home. Something's got to give. Something's got to give, yeah, definitely. Um, One of them bridges. The referee <laughs> for Saturday is a guy called Tottenham. <coughs> The graveyard is a guy called Darren Deadman. Darren Deadman. Um, he's had 12 games this season, 36 yellows, and one red. He's a member of the talent group of referees, the so called up and comers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was known by his peers when he first started off in the Football League as the fastest card in the West because of the number of bootings he used to dish out. Great. So si, have you got uh, the odds checker? I have, with some specials. Oh. He keeps bigging this up, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so Latics are 4-6 favourites, the draw 3-1, to Shrewsbury 4-1. I went through the first goal scorers, and uh, to get to a Shrewsbury player, you had to go down 5, the players. Griggs 9-2, Davis 5-1, Revel 11-2, Wichlup 6-1. Jory, who are, I can't pronounce his name was next but I know he won't play so I didn't bother putting him on 
And he's and ahead of all the Shrewsbury yeah, players. Yeah, he's before Shrewsbury player. And then it was Lee Burke at 7-1, to one, the lowest. And then odds again. It's just all stacked in our favour for correct score. But 1-0, 7-1, 2-0, 8-1. The draw, 15-2. <clears throat> 3 0, 14 to 1, 2 2, 19 to 1, <laughs> and my tip of 3 to, uh, three 1 is 15 to 1. That's not a bad, uh, not a bad one, is it? 15 Inflated prices. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trump that one. So, my little extras that I've got this week, I thought oh. I'd have a look at how we were faring on promotion and stuff like that. We're now joint 4 to 1 favourites to win the league with Walsall. Favourites to get promoted outright, uh, well, favourites to get promoted at 5 to 4. 7 to 4? Yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> seven, to four, <laughs> 7 to 4 to finish in the top 2, and 1 to 3 to finish in the top 6. So, odds have shifted in what, 2 weeks? Mm. So, I hope you put that quid on 5 weeks ago. Yeah. Well, that reflects the current position, doesn't it? Um. How do you see uh, Team Session going? Do you think it'll keep the same team or make one you see Greg coming back? Mm. Yes, I think mm, Greg. What's he done wrong? Greg. Greg yeah. back Nothing. in for Rebel. Yeah. I think he might go back to a five at the back again. Go yeah. the or three, depending on who yeah, well, yeah. I think he'll have to keep people on his toes, Paul, and I think he changes it for the opposition. I, I, I don't want to see us playing five at the back. I know it's a bit more flexible because it can turn into three. But I'd like to see us really go with these. I, I think I think they're poor. Lost seven eight of the last ten. They're not much cop. They're sat in nineteenth. If we're going to be doing anything this season, we've got to be giving these a spanking. Think it could be another four 0 I'm hoping so, Dan. Yeah. Donald loves back into it, so uh, maybe he could slip in. Um, and what? Daniels into the back three. Well, you said he's going to slip in some love. Yeah. Mm. I, I think Daniels is Luke superb at right back. Yes. I I'd be mm. I'd be wary of moving him to centre half. Because he gives us the option of the diagonal ball to win. And he does the edders, it's a good it? outlet that yeah. but I think he's been superb. He he looks at first when you see him you think, Oh, he can't play because he's played he played wing back really well when he got two goals against Colchester. Mm-hmm. But you look at his size and, and stuff and you think, oh, he's not going to be able to play a wing back. But he's done it brilliantly. Mm. Or, or even when he's just been, you know, playing normal right back. I wouldn't move him from there. I mean, I think he's looked brilliant. Well, good, good stuff. Let's have some predictions then. Gareth, we'll start with you. You don't mind. <laughs> well, we're unbeaten in our last ten. We we're just coming off the back of our first clean sheet away. So I'm going for another clean sheet. 3 0 Latins. That's positive. Adam? I'm going to top that with another goal, I reckon 4 0. I think we're on, uh, as I say, in ten, 10 games unbeaten. Looking really good at home. I think Shrewsbury, not the be- not the greatest side, I think. Easy picking, 4 0. Simon? 3 uh, 1 to the Latics. I think we will concede. Maybe we'll be behind this week. Mm. Mm. Every optimist. Kick, kick up the bottom for him. Yeah. yeah. Rob? Uh, Rob, I called superb. Shrewsbury's record's pretty terrible. Mm. <laughs> gonna, I, I think we're going to give these a proper mullering, mate. I yeah. think I'm going 6 0. No? <laughs> Do you know what? That, Rob, is like when King Stephen was sieging the castle in Shrewsbury that, in the Middle Ages. 
King Cole. King, King Stephen. King William's, Steve. William's son. Stephen yeah. the first. Yeah. He, he laid siege to a castle in 1083. <laughs> anyway, you want a prediction? Or are we going back to this? Oh, are you carrying on? <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I'll settle for a repeat of Saturday with a 2 0. Oh, I was going to say 2 0 as well. You still can. I'm going to change it. Okay. I think we'll. Do that as well if you want. <laughs> If we score in the first ten minutes, it's going to be five. So, go on then, I'll say five-nil. Five-nil. Well, I'm going to take Simon six, and I'm going to add to it, and I'm going to do another Swindon preview uh, prediction, and I'm going to go seven-nil to the Latics. You, you haven't set records this season, don't you? Seven-nil. I, yeah. I back three-one, Barry. Was it a few weeks ago? I'm going to go with Rod's prediction. This must be said though, it was quite <laughs> out. Due to technical win. problems, yeah, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah, I missed that. Are we still recording? No. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, we've had a few tweets in uh, today uh, asking us to discuss some stuff. I mean, one of them is, um, we'll knock one of them off now because all the rest of the tweets are on the same, same subject. Finishes. This is from uh, Les Lesrun. When Sean Murray's uh, loan deal ends, can we see us uh, revisiting Jermaine Pennant to bring him in? Or do you think he's somebody we don't need? No, nah. we can't afford him. Nah, that ship has sailed. I think he's not interested. Yeah, I don't think you'll find a combination of finance desire on, on the part of all parties. Right. If Pennant really wanted to stay with us, he would have accepted that contract. So if we offer him another one now, it's not going to be that much better, is it? Has there been something in the, in the news about this? Has anybody seen anything? No. 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 Oh. I think we'll have a long list of targets. He, uh, would, he would struggle to get in the team, wouldn't he, now, though? Well, he would, yeah. More yeah. chance of getting Kieran Dyer out of the jungle, aren't you? <laughs> All you do is right, the other them. one... Uh, <laughs> centres around... The other t- uh, tweets have centred around the fact that uh, Lone deals are coming to a close. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Seb from Lincoln has asked us about uh, what we think about Wilshut and uh, you know what we got. Are we going to manage without him? And uh, there's a good one here. It just says, "Are we buggered in January with all the Lone's contracts?" Ending? It's proper wigging on. Are we buggered? Yeah. Are we buggered? That's from Latic True Blue. Yeah. So are we buggered? No. So who exactly is going to leave in January? Do we have a list? We've got Wilshire, yeah. <laughs> Sean Murray doesn't play. Um. I, the, the one that really matters is Wilshire, isn't he? Yeah. I, I, Junior's come in here and there. I, I, we had some Donald Love as well. Do, Donald Love's been Andy Bottom. He could He's come not, back. Uh, I, 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 I think one could be extended. I think it might become permanent. I think love. Yeah. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll be about, permanent. Yeah. Carl will really like him, don't say. Yeah. yeah. He, he loves him actually. He does. Yeah. He does. <laughs> young love, isn't it? Young love. Yeah. I don't think we're buggered either way. I think we've got it sewn up, mate. I think we've. If you look at all the signs we've made, there's not been many bad ones. No. I think we've sorted out if we can, and I'm pretty confident we'll have a list of other targets, <laughs> even if. Phil Shop doesn't say and I'll love or whoever. We've got Sam Abelusi to come in, haven't we, for him? Oh, <laughs> yes. <yeah>, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, we made one bad sign. But, yeah, I'm confident that we've got uh, recruitment spot on. And the the span of the team as well is solid, isn't it? You yeah. know, you go straight through the middle of yeah. there, from Yusse 
Oh, I mean, that's the lack of all. I know he got slated a bit with his fumbling mm. fingers, but we've got your say, we've got the two centre backs in Pearson and Morgan, solid as rocks. Our two centre mids, Power and Perkins, absolutely brilliant. And then we've got Jacobs and, and Davis and Greg. Mm. And that line there is fantastic at this level. You've, you've, you've blended your squad. You've, you've, you've built your team out of your squad now. Yeah, it's so people, just periphery, people, isn't people it, right? settle yeah. into positions. Yeah. We yeah. talked at the beginning of the season about it clicking. It's mm. clicked to the right it's time. Well, well I, again, there's, a, there's a question marks there of what you see as the true rigging, isn't there? Yeah. Well, the, th the thing is, we're getting promoted. You have to be consistent throughout the season. That's what you've got to be because you've got to end mm. up with more points than anybody else. And I think you've done a little bit of research into this, Paul, haven't you? Yeah. I, um, I again, that's why I was just alluding to what you see as the as the real Wigan um, because I've looked at, at the first 10 games we were picking up a point and a half a game which if we'd have carried on like that would, would have seen us finish give or take the, the actual total just outside the uh, playoffs apart from once in 20 years Chesterfield made the playoffs um, so if you look at the, uh, the points we've picked up across the season so far that's 1.76 points a game which would see us reach 81 points which is enough to make the playoffs in every one of the last 20 seasons is, this, is this an upward trend though? because you said 10 games ago yeah we were, we were well the first 10 we were on 1.5 points a game Yeah. so if you consider that your, your bedding in period uh -huh. We've since improved that to 1.76 across the whole season, um, and 1.76 is enough to see you reach the playoffs. Now, if you think the last 10 games is indicative of, of where we're going, that's been exactly two points a game. And at two points a game, 15 seasons out of the last 20, um, including the fact that we dropped a few points at the start, um, at the moment we're heading for 88 points um, if we carry on at two points a game and 15 seasons out of the last 20 that'll see you automatically promoted so if we carry on as we've done that'll see us automatically promoted um, if you take the last 10 games as being the form guide um, and now and again out of them 20 years that's enough to see you champions so you know, we started off a bit rough while we put the squad together we close that gap to four points and we're playing like champions to do it mm. and so we stood that I mean, if you're looking over ten games as far because they usually use six don't they so if, we, if we're hitting that over ten games over six we must be slightly above that um, yeah I, I mean the, the problem is with that if you, if you just go over six you've got four wins two draws haven't you so you're a bit cherry picking you, you're doing it at the point where you say oh that's a good now's a good time to do it because we were on the back of a decent few results um, that's where I went back to 10 and, yeah. and, and also 10 I don't know why you've done it but we are, the season we are, give or take. We are growing aren't we as the season yeah, yeah, goes I, on we are growing it I, is definitely an upward trend this yeah absolutely and I think only 4 points back and you know the last few managers we've played against they're all seen us as the team to beat now oh, Keith Hill couldn't get yeah. it he's quarters we are the Manchester United of the mm. week one yeah and, mm. and, and I think that's true and you look at the predictions and the odds and they're all just stacked up in our favour. I, mean, I say you keep even the one that got cut off the other week, you'll fancy us to set a record, aren't you? Yeah, oh definitely. Against somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh we'll um, we really will turn somebody over. Somebody will get the right idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I... <coughs> Shrewsbury then burn. Yeah, the, the, other, the, the one thing I did look at that I was... A, um, I looked at what position in the table the teams were that we've been beating, the teams we've been drawing against, and the teams that have been beating us. And apart from Port Vale away, who were in 15th at the time, the only games we've lost, lost, lost have been against top sides. You know, we've we've got results against sides in the top three. We've only lost two, haven't we? And apart from Port Vale. Yeah. 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 So we, we've got we, you know, we've got results against everybody else. Mm. So there's no reason why we can't go on and win the division. I, I went to Coventry, and apart from the first 20 minutes of that first, you no, know, first 15 minutes of that first half, we were the better team. Second half was a, it was definitely a, a first game of the season game. You could tell, but there was nothing in them team. But it, I, I mean, I, I've not been to every game, but the only game where I've been and I thought we just we were hopeless for a period was against Port Vale, and, and, and that was, there was a huge section of that game where the midfield just could not get a grip of the ball. Was that the nil nil? Which no, one was the nil nil? Three to Doncaster. Yeah, that was a bit yeah, Doncaster early game, innit? It's a dodgy game. Come a long way since then, Oh yeah, the, the style's settled down and everything, hasn't it? And we've learned how to, to deal with that approach that sides have, have, have come up. We've come up against that approach, haven't we? We can break, we're able for break teams today, which is pleasing. Teams have come here with everything behind the ball. And our own record, superb. Played eight, won six, drawn two. It was mentioned five minutes ago, it's the spine of the team that's got yeah. sorted out from UC up. It's, it's a fantastic yeah. spine, isn't well, it? Well, Colwell's not panicked either, has he? He's kept his head, he's kept it steady, he's known how he's wanted to go about each game, and, 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 he's, and he's seen it coming. Well, the, the podcast we did when we weren't meeting him, uh, he said on there, somebody said to him, um, he was on about this, about yeah. the statistics, and he said, uh, he's, he's had all his analysts look at all the different things, and, and I forgot the exact words, but it was something along the lines of, uh, if you're outside the top eight by the stage of the season, uh, you're not going to get promoted. And somebody said to him, well, what if we don't win our next you know, get start winning our next six games. Well, if we lose our next six games, and he just looked straight at them and said, "There's no, we will not lose yeah. the next six games." He was so confident; you could see there was something happening. You can see it because he works with the players every day, don't you? He knows. Well, it's similar to similar to when we could see it just before we were the best team in the country, isn't it? You could see it coming, and the build of that. It was a shame that season had to finish. It was. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're not in that position this year. By the time the season finishes this year, we'll be top of the tree. Yeah, and well, yeah. I mean, it's a different thing now. I mean, yeah. we're looking at getting promoted, and then we have to build again because we're in a, in a higher division. But, um, well, but again, you look at the spine of the team. There's a lot of them that are fairly young lads. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. Yes, not Perkins isn't. Yeah. Jacobs is. Power is. Um, centre. One of them centre halves is quite young, isn't he? Who has twenty nine? How old's um, Morgan? Thirty. Right. So, yeah. But well, Daniels is twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. I knew we had somebody at centre back that was. Good. Harry Maguire when we sign him for next season. From all because not going there. Can you believe Harry Maguire's not going all side? They're doing somewhere out of the top. Well, they are. Yeah. They rejected us two and a half. you offer from Bristol and somewhere. Don't know why. He's a he's a quality player. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's an awful lot of it that must just be politics and mm. right place, right time, isn't there? 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah. soccer politics, right place, right time. I think we better get moving on. Well, because we've got to finish off tonight with a uh, quick look at Tuesday's game. We've got Burton at home on Tuesday. Uh, we've only played them once in competitive games, Burton Albion, uh, and that was in the Capital Cup. Last, well, Capital we? One Cup last season mm-hmm. when Grant Holt uh, came on as a sub. We lost that one, didn't we? Yeah, 2-1. I don't even remember. Like, yeah. Even at Mark Antoine Fortune scored in that game. He did. He's banging him in now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Two, two, no, yeah. He's two. been released. Freed. The referee for Saturday is Mark Haywood. We wrestlers against Port Vale, what we've just been talking about. He sent Barnett off and we lost that game 3-2. He sent, sent him off for a professional follow Yeah, yeah straight, I don't think there was out questionable about that. Uh, yeah. Awood's done 14 games this season so far, and he's had 42 yellows and 5 reds. So he's quite uh, extensive. That's what it pays them. Yeah. Uh, Gareth, uh, what's, uh, what's the form like at the moment? The form? Well, of the last six games, I like to look at the last six. They've won three, drawn one, and lost two. One that jumps out is Fleetwood 4, Burton Hill, so Fleetwood can beat them 4 0. That was uh, Presley's, was it his first game? First game in charge of Fleetwood, that, or his second game? First game or so. Another thing, looking at the stats that jumps out uh, about Burton, is they've only scored 16 goals. So what's, the <laughs> so, yeah. what's, what's the big who are about Jimmy Foy, Castlebanken, and everything at Burton? Because from that, if you didn't know the rest of the league and where they are in the league, you'd think they're nothing special, are they? Well, we'll find out Tuesday, won't we? <laughs> Very special, yeah. yeah. It's good to have two home games in a week, isn't it? Yeah. He, he, he took over from Rowett, didn't he? Burton. Yeah, when he, yeah. Le- he left, was it mid last season? Right, right about this time last season. When it was just left. before we sacked Rosler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, about, about two weeks before we sacked Rosler, he, he, went, he went to. Because we we stuffed Birmingham about six weeks before, yeah, four 0 and then when we played them later on in the season, they stuffed us. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not think back to that yeah. season. Anyway, right, uh, Gareth, give us a prediction for Tuesday. Two all wins, two three nils that do me. Sure. Adam, I think it'll be okay. I think we'll get a draw, two two. Simon. 1-0, Rob? A bit tighter this one, but we're still going to win it. I think we might win this one 3-1. Paul? Well, anything anything better than no points will do me, because that means we're still on this two points a game. So I'll, I'll go with one <coughs> piece. Just. Dan? I think this is going to be a good barometer to test how well we really are doing at this point. And I'm on defence, whether it's going to be a draw or a win, but... In the sake of being positive, I'm going to say a 2 1 win to Wigan. Oh. And we, Gareth, 3 0. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to score 10 goals this week and not just see again. Right, we're really, really busy, aren't we? The Brewers are in town. Um, next week, we've got a guest coming in the studio. Um, but before we, I tell you who that is. Uh, oh, on ten talks now. Uh, yes. Um, there's been an announcement today from the Latics about the Johnson Payne Trophy semi-final. It's going to be played on Saturday. Tremendous news. The 5th of December. Oh, they've gone for that, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. And it's £5 admission. Absolutely. Well, you should be packing them in. Unless you're a kid or an OAP. 
And it's only a quid then. So it's a quid for you, Barry. And it's a quid for you, Sam. Yes, because he's under ten. Yeah. <laughs> Put my short pants on. I think I'll get in. It's a brilliant inset. Brilliant. Brilliant. Do you think the seriously will pack him in? Well, well, be there, I think we'll get more than five thousand. We got a five thousand for last round, which, considering the rest of the attendances for, for the competition, wasn't a bad gate, was it? I think we'll, we should be getting more than our average league gate. That, if it's on the Saturday, yeah. Uh, final, father. I reckon we'll get at least eight thousand. Ah, we, we should do that as a prediction. What do you predict the crowd will be? We'll do that the week before. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than Christmas shopping, isn't it? Oh, of yeah. course it is. Yeah. Oh, well, it's St. Nicholas Day, 25th of December, so it's uh, something oh. for us all to look forward to. Celebrate it in style. Traditionally, in, in the Netherlands, yeah, it's the day <coughs> when a bearded man in a big red suit goes around giving children gifts. So, mm. I don't know what all that's about. We didn't mention the loggerheads with Shrewsbury either, did we? The what? The loggerheads. <laughs> what used to be on Shrewsbury's badge? Leopards. When people used to carve leopards' heads on the head of logs. Call them the loggerheads. Oh. So next week we've got a special guest coming to the studio. It is uh, Tony Brown who runs the Three Amigos So he's going to come and join us with it and uh, we'll have a chat with Tony. I met him in Scotland when we were watching Partick and put some good stuff out, Tim. Yeah, yeah, almost as good as Jesus was a Wigan and Michael Wigan. Almost. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, he does. Yeah, I agree. He does put some good stuff out. Yeah, so, excellent. Yeah. Very, very good articles. Very we need more Wigan Athletic bloggers out there on the internet. We do, we do, and I try to encourage quite a few. Simon says he's going to write me an article or two. Yeah. And Paul's got me some, and uh, Adam started today as well. Yeah, which he's getting some rave reviews by the way. That. Nice. Uh, and I've reproduced yours too down on the site as you give me permission to do so. Yes. Yeah. And I've put one or two up for Gareth as well in the past, haven't I? Yeah. Ah. Once, you, once, you, once you've converted them into English, then. <laughs> 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 I might do one of these vlogs. Right, it's been a, a good episode tonight. Uh, it's good that people have uh, tweeted in topics for us to discuss, and thank yes. you for that, and thank you for the emails as well. Please keep, keep sending more, yes. Yeah. And if anybody ever fancies coming on the show, just let us know. And uh, Who does the dog belong to? It's Anthony's. Well, you see, you can explain that now if people got to the end, why we all started laughing, because the dog just walked up to the table after <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interrupting Miss Rhee's breathing? <laughs> no, he's making himself at all on a chair. Right, on that note then, we'll knock it on the head, and it's a good night from me. Yeah, well, right. Good night from him.